0: As a mom, sometimes you dream. You have dreams of this happy, peaceful home where you're just homemaking to your heart's content, your kids are all getting along, and things are just nice and happy and dandy. It sounds so dreamy that everything flows well. (laughs) But as you know, in real life motherhood, that is not how it goes. And we have found that out, and I'm sure you have as summer has progressed, that things aren't always so peachy and rosy, and in fact, sometimes there can be contention in in motherhood, among our children, and among us in our family. And I know as mothers that we don't want that. So today we're going to talk about ways to combat the contention, but also ways that you can an- exemplify the example. And as always, this is something I am working on. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This is Jocelyn, host of the Positivity and Motherhood and Pregnancy podcast. You are listening to a Friday episode where I dive into motherhood and what I'm trying to do to make it a little bit better and a little bit more positive than before. Hi, I'm Jocelyn. To their everyday mom life, and I can help you. Thanks for joining. As I record this podcast, I'm kind of hoping that I'm not the only one that sometimes feels like they live in a contentious home. <laughs> it is hard. It, it can be really tough raising kids, and Having them bored or at each other or frustrated or hot or annoyed and just causing contention. I get so flustered by it (laughs) and annoyed and I imagine that it probably weighs on your mind if you're listening to this as well. So today I wanted to give a couple of tips and some encouragement when it comes to dealing with contention in the home. I'm going to take a very Christian approach today on contention and actually refer a bit to a talk called Peacemakers Needed by President Russell M. Nelson, who is the prophet or president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And this talk was very motivating to me to be more Christ-like because I am a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ and I believe what Jesus Christ taught And I think as we go back to the scriptures and to those foundations of the scriptures, it can really help guide us in our motherhood. All right. Quoting the talk, he says, anger never persuades. Hostility builds no one. Contention never leads to inspired solutions. Regrettably, we sometimes see contentious behavior even within our own ranks. We hear of those who belittle their spouses and children, of those who use angry outbursts to control others, and of those who punish members with the silent treatment. We hear of youth and children who bully and of employees who defame their colleagues. And I don't know about you, but some of that rings true to me. I know I more frequently than I'd like to admit have some of those angry outbursts. In fact, that is the first goal that I wrote down for this year is to release some of my angry outbursts and learn to respond in love. Doing this is definitely intentional and it's definitely learned. It doesn't really, I mean, for some personalities, it might come natural to just be loving all the time and more peacemaker than other personalities. But for most of us, it is going to be learned to be more loving, and to be more kind. He goes on to say, My dear brothers and sisters, this should not be. As disciples of Jesus Christ, we are to be examples of how to interact with others, especially when we have differences of opinion. One of the easiest ways to identify a true follower of Jesus Christ is how compassionately that person treats other people. And I've started to realize that I am not treating those within my nest, within my care, in my home, the way that I want them to see what parenthood can be emulated like. I have a lot more upsetting remarks and cutting criticisms than I am proud to admit But I want to change, and I think that's where the power lies, is in the desire and the intentionality to try and shift, to try and change. The Savior's message is clear. His true disciples build, lift, encourage, persuade, and inspire, no matter how difficult the situation. True disciples of Jesus Christ are peacemakers. And... I sometimes have frustration, and I'm going to define frustration because this has been so helpful for me, but frustration is basically unmet um, expectations. So, my oldest, I have expectations that I feel like they should be able to do and to follow through with, and oftentimes the basic of things that we have taught this child from when they were little have not been met. And then I get frustrated. And I start using angry outbursts. And cutting remarks to try and control. <laughs> this child. And I laugh so I don't cry. Because it sounds utterly ridiculous. And a little sad. That this has been the case. And I, it's been heavy on my mind. I've even discussed it with my husband. I was like I feel like my remarks. Are not building Building this one child. They are bringing him down, and because they are so cutting and bringing him down, he's not willing to, like, it's hard for him to perform, (laughs) like, to even do the task. Because what am I constantly telling him? Like, you forgot that again. Are you serious? Like, this is so dumb. Why did you do that? When I treat him like that, it's not lifting, it's not charitable, it's not loving, and it's not building, and it's hard to do good, or to feel like you're doing good when you're constantly being given those types of comments and criticisms. So it really has been on my mind and my heart to wait this year to shift this. He goes on to say, how we treat each other really matters. How we speak to and about others at home, at church, at work, and online really matters. Today, I am asking us to interact with others in a higher, holier way. And per this episode, I would suggest your children, because that's what we're kind of talking about in this episode. Love builds, love encourages, and love inspires. And that's what I want, is I want to be a loving mother. There's a mother who I've mentioned on this podcast before, who really inspires me. She has 11 kids, she is also a Christian, but a a different Christian faith than me. And all of her kids, at least the older ones that I've seen so far, want to be like her. And I think that's because she loved them. She truly loved them growing up. And that is what I want to learn how to become, even though I'm not very good at it yet. Contention drives away the spirit every time. Contention reinforces the false notion that conf- confrontation is the way to resolve differences. So as I fight with my children or as they fight, they think that that's how they get control and that's how they solve differences. But it never is. Contention is a choice. Peacemaking is a choice. We all have our agency to choose contention or reconciliation. And I urge us all as mothers to choose now to be a peacemaker. Scriptures that kind of go along and support this are blessed are the peacemakers. And whoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate, that hate you and pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. And then in further scripture, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye love one to another. Quoting the talk, Charity is the antidote to contention. Charity is the spiritual gift that helps us to cast off the natural man, who is selfish, defensive, prideful, and jealous. Charity is the principal characteristic of a true follower of Jesus Christ. Charity defines a peacemaker when we humble ourselves before god and pray with all energy of our hearts god will grant us charity and i find great peace and comfort in that that with his help i can overcome and i can be a better mom and let go of some anger angry outbursts and maybe even let go of a few expectations that lead me to frustrations So that this motherhood can improve and not be stuck in a rut. If you are feeling like me, I encourage you to search in your heart what you can do to be better. What you can do to let go of those angry outbursts. And I'm going to tell you two of the things that come to mind right now that I am going to do. One of them I've already implemented. The other I am working (laughs) daily still to try and do this a lot better. The first is to read to my children more. I know that I have told you that, but for some reason, I feel fulfilled when I read to them. They enjoy it. They love it when I read books to them. And yesterday, I was kind of fed up with all the the contention among siblings, among me and them, and I said, okay, we're going to read. Everybody pick a book, and then I'm also reading a chapter out of this book that I've picked because I want to read a long chapter book. And I spent probably 30 minutes reading, maybe even more like 40. And you know what? The day went so much more smoothly. I don't know what it is for me, but for me and my family, but that time reading is bonding. I still do mom time. I do one-on-one time with my children, but that reading really just seemed to make a difference. And the other thing I'm trying to do is before I yell or be critical or say something negative, I'm trying really hard to breathe. (sighs) Breathe. Just breathe, mama. That's what I'm trying to do. Because I feel like if I breathe, that will slow me down enough to realize oh, yeah, this is not who you want to be. This is not the reaction you want to have. You want to respond in love. And charity. And maybe it's not you fighting with a particular child, but it's your children fighting amongst themselves. Do they raise their voice? Do they get upset and name-call? In this talk, he encourages us to look at ourselves and to see how they might observe that being displayed. Are we exemplifying that? How can we help them? I know that God will grant you the next step and that's what he did with me by telling me I needed to read to my children more. That was the next step along with breathing. What is your next step in your motherhood? Do you need to read like I did? Do you need to breathe like me? Is there some other tactic that you need to implement to help with the contention of your home? Maybe doing less screen time, maybe turning on happy music. Maybe baking bread. I don't know. Sometimes unusual things can help with our needs. I'm going to end with a quote from the talk again. And I will link this talk in the show notes. If you have time to read or listen to it, I would highly recommend it. Now is the time to lay aside bitterness. Now is the time to cease insisting that it is your way or no way. Now is the time to stop doing things that make others walk on eggshells for fear of upsetting you. That's me. (laughs) Especially with my children. Now is the time to bury your weapons of war. If your verbal arsenal is filled with insults and accusations, now is the time to put them away. You will arise as a spiritually strong man or woman of Christ. We can do this, Mama. I know it's hard because i have struggled with it all year and before that this year it's just really come to a head of how it's gotten bad and it is time to shift let's shift do that thing that came to your mind to implement for less contention in your home we're doing it together mama you are amazing and i know that we can do this thing together I have to keep referring that to myself, because I know how hard it is. Anyways, that's my spill for contention. I wanted to also share with you that I have acquired my sister's candle company. I make wax melts, candles, and room sprays. And candles can really brighten your home with the light. They can also make it smell good, but you know who brightens your home the most? It's you. And if you want your home to smell a little brighter and to have that flame, you shine that through your example. And my candles are also for (laughs) sale if you want that. Uh, That was a really cheesy and dumb way of saying that I have candles for sale. But you are bright. Let your light shine. The link for those candles is in the show notes. Until next time. without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life. And I can help you. Thanks for joining.